Hi, everybody. I am Kathy Goodall, and thanks for joining me for another week of Your Simple Steps, My Faith Walk. So before I talk about my transition, I want to talk about um, the tools that I've used that have helped me along my path. So the Bible is something that I had an aversion to. I didn't like to read it. Um, it was way too many those and shouts that I just couldn't process. Um, and so I had an aversion to reading generally, and the Bible was even worse. Until a very good friend of mine helped to make it um, easier. Well, one, I learned that there are so many different translations, um, not just the King James Version. So I actually have Bible companions now that give me the different translations of different verses in one book, um, which is great. Um, but he said to me, um, to start reading my Bible, I should start with a Proverbs and a Psalms every day. So if I start to read a proverb and a psalm every day, it would get me into the routine of um, reading my Bible. And it also helped to expose me to who God is, right? His personality, um, you know, and of course, the book of wisdom that helped you to get more insight into real life things. And one of the things that I discovered is that the Bible is really a guide to life. So there is nothing that we could possibly go through in our life that somebody in the Bible didn't already experience. So even if you're not a Christian, um, the truth of the matter is it's a great source of information because other people have lived it and we can learn from their experiences. The second thing that um, I realized as my relationship with God started to grow is that prayer is really a conversation with God. He already knows what our heart is. And sometimes he just needs us to articulate um, because it's now giving him the opportunity to enter into a space, right? He's a God that um, is not a forceful God. He doesn't like to push himself on us. And so he wants us to invite him in. And for me, you know, my friends will, will laugh at me all the time because I talk to God like he's sitting down right beside me. You know, like there's times when I just sit down and just want a whole lot of reasoning. And it's not really so much prayer, but it is a conversation with God. Whereas prayer for me is a time when I become more solemn and I feel like um, I'm having a conversation, but I am I'm spending like I'm, I'm putting my petitions forward, um, expressing my gratitude, but also taking the time to process and listen to his response. Um, something that, you know, it took me a lot longer to do the listening part. Um, you know, devotion for me is, is something that's important. It helps me to set the stage for my day. Um, and it helps me to reflect on things that I might be going through, you know, at that time in my life, or it's something that I'm using to focus on a particular study that helps to edify me in a particular area. Um, but it's also a very reflective period for me. And how does it relate to my life? You know, a lot of us, we we pray, we have devotion, we read our Bible, but I don't think we spend the time to reflect on how it's applicable to us as individuals and how it applies to our life. What are the different areas of our lives that we um, can apply this to? Anyway, um, on to my transition story. So I told you about this relationship that I was in that I knew I had no business being in. And I think one thing that I have owned is that 
I've been able to give God so many areas of my life. My finances, I've given to him. I've never worried about a thing. He's always provided for me. Um, You know, career-wise, you know, opening the right doors for me to walk through them. He's always provided that too. Um, But relationships is something that I never released to him. So I told you that, you know, he became a much bigger part of my life as I grew to to get to know him better and he would talk to me and tell me that you know there are different things that I need to release and I was like I hear you but I'm not ready yet um (laughs) I know that I say that the bible has is is a guide to life and it's um as much as I knew that in many areas of my life I still had challenges releasing the parts of my life that involve relationships. And let me just tell you the story. I was in a relationship for about six years that um, I knew I had no business in from before I even got into it. Um, It was an abusive relationship emotionally. It was abusive relationship physically. Um, You know, it was... to, To give you a type of context it was the person had three children with three different women while we were together um and so you know it was it was a very tumultuous time but we were so intertwined with work and personal that my life became consumed by him his life his family his work his business and I totally lost sight of myself Um, I started to tolerate things that I never would have tolerated before. I started to make excuses for his behavior. I started to make excuses for my behavior. I started to pull away from the people that love me in that area of my life because I didn't want to hear what they had to say. So I sit and I talk about accountability and, and being able to be accountable to people that you trust. But at the same time, I just didn't want to put myself in a position to hear that I was being stupid, which I already knew. So for about three years, God kept saying to me, um, that situation that you're in, you need to leave it, right? And I kept saying, I hear you, but I'm not ready yet. And by this time now, it was spanning me being at Florida Bible and me going to a place called Hope. So I had moved to New York um, to help my friend with restructuring of his business. I had separated from this person and you know how it is you know, especially with men, the more you pull away is the more that they want to bring you in closer. Went to New York and he basically followed me to New York. Um, I was coming home from work one day and I remember vividly, he called me and said, I am on my way to another borough to go and do some work and I'm taking a taxi. I'm walking through the building and I had to walk through all glass buildings to get from my office to my house. And so I could see everything. And while he's on the phone with me, I'm looking at him going into the car of a young lady who um, he and I had already had a disagreement over. I literally started to scream hysterically. (laughs) You know, when you catch somebody in a lie and it's like, you feel like oh this is vindication because you finally gotten proof not that you needed proof right but you know it's like you feel like you finally gotten proof but at this time you also feel like oh you're such an idiot right this was my feeling at least and so 
I saw him, I started screaming and I walked straight past him without saying anything. And I went upstairs to my apartment and he came and he followed me. But I locked myself in the bathroom. I locked myself in the bathroom with my computer at the time and my Bible. And I was on the floor, face down, just screaming and crying. And I was just like, God, I'm done. Remove me from the situation. I know that you've told me before that I need to release it. And I told you that I wasn't ready, but I guess I just didn't know how. And I just need you to take control and just get rid of it. And um, I, I was over it. You know, I was just at the point where I was like, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot continue to compromise um, my well-being in many different areas of my life for somebody and something that obviously did not mean me well. Um, and this is not any indictment on him because obviously, you know, this is not about him. This is about me. Um, so fast forward to I after that, I left New York. I moved back to Florida. I was still managing his business, but I wasn't in a personal relationship with him anymore. Um, I, I started to remove myself, um, but it wasn't enough, right? Um, the short version of the story is that one day I was at church and I, it was a Wednesday night. I was at Bible study and I will never forget. It was about 10 o'clock. We finished late that night. And for whatever reason, I was in the parking lot and this man walks up to me and he says to me, um, I drove from Cooper City, from Homestead to Cooper City because God gave me a message to give you. So I didn't know the man. I had seen him a couple of times at church, but I didn't know who he is. I didn't have any conversation with him before. Um, and he said, God said to tell you that situation that you're in, until you get out of it, you're going to be like a cripple in a wheelchair. So, of course, you know, I'm laughing and I'm crying at the same time because I knew exactly what he meant. I knew exactly what he was talking about. But just the concept of this man, this random stranger coming to talk to me to give me a message from God was crazy. <laughs> I had never had that experience before. But apparently God knew that my head was tough because he had been talking to me all of this time. And I knew it was him and I knew he was telling me that I needed to leave the situation and I just refused to do it. And so he's like, okay, well, now I'm going to, I'm going to tell you so that you cannot ignore and you cannot question whether or not this is what I'm telling you that you need to do. That was a Wednesday. The Friday, I got a notification that my house was going into foreclosure. The Monday or the Tuesday after that, um, my car got repossessed, which is a whole conversation by itself. I think the fact that somebody came to repossess my car and like the act of handing the key to them was a real wake up call for me um, because I am not an irresponsible person generally. And so the fact that I neglected myself and my responsibilities because I was so consumed with this other person. Um, and again, this is not an indictment on the other person because it's based on choices that I made. Um, yeah, you know. I felt like everything was just spiraling. Everything was just spiraling. And I literally, once again, locked myself in my room and just couldn't stop crying incessantly. Um, <laughs> so God said to me, you know, I, until you get out of that situation, you're going to be like a cripple in a wheelchair. 
car got repossessed i told the person and the person offered to give me the money um to get back my car and i said you know what nope i'm cutting all ties i i'm not i'm gonna be obedient and i made the decision to listen to what god said until you get out of that situation you're going to be like a cripple in a wheelchair so this was the beginning of my transition to being obedient to god um, I will share some more next week, but um, obedience, guys, is something that is a part of our journey, and it's not a restriction. It's not God trying to enforce something or to force something on us. It is him trying to create guidelines and boundaries and safeguards for us to live in a fulfilling, wholesome way that he created us to. So this was the beginning of my transition and my journey to being obedient to him.